This is the Employment Law Show. You betcha, and we are ready to rock and roll. We hope you are as well. Welcome to Wednesday. Lior Sanfiro, obviously your guy tonight. John Scholes here. It's uh, 632, just getting kicked off on a Wednesday, so you have lots of time to call in tonight and ask your questions about uh, your workplace rights, employment rights. That's what we do each and every weeknight here. Uh, the main topic momentarily, heads up, if you lose your job, you will probably be wrongfully dismissed. What is that all about? We'll... Uh, We'll drill down uh, into that fairly deep uh, this evening and that in your phone calls, maybe some email if we got time. But uh, we always get started, of course, with Lior. And you want to reach out anytime, by the way, after the show, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Great website, one stop. That's the only place you got to go. You can email help at employmentlawyer.ca. And uh, the phone number to reach Lior and his team, one 821 5900 But here we, uh, here we go, pal. What do you got for us tonight? Hey, John. Great to be here, of course, uh, to talk about employment law and try to solve some of those issues and uh, maybe try to demystify some of those topics, those issues that you're facing that you may uh, be confused about. The Internet sometimes could be a, a very confusing place. So you may have a workplace issue and you're trying to go online to research it to see what the solutions are, what the rights are. I can tell you right now you're going to get five different answers. All of those are going to be wrong. Well, you don't have to worry about that on the show. If you have a workplace issue, an employment law issue, something to do with your job, your boss, anything at all, you can get the right answer by calling us, by finding out what the law says and what it doesn't say, what it can do and doesn't do, and of course, how to deal with those workplace problems. And I'm talking about situations where you've been let go. So many people have been calling me over the past couple of months have been let go. Uh, if you're thinking that the company is about to make some big changes to your compensation, your compensation structure, your hours, maybe you're being mistreated, bullied, harassed, pushed out of the company, you name it. If it touches on your workplace rights, there's ways to deal with that. We have very good, very generous laws in uh, this province that can help you. And I can tell you exactly what they are if you call the show. And as John said, beyond the show, of course, Always available, always want to talk, always want to answer questions. You can reach me uh, by phone and email, and we'll give you that contact information multiple times before we're done today. But to get us started, let me tell you about a situation that uh, came across today. And I, uh, every Wednesday, I do a live stream earlier in the day, and this is a question that came to me in the live stream. Uh, this gentleman uh, that was asking me the question uh, had been off for several months on the disability leave with doctor's approval, and was recently, to his surprise, let go by his company. And his question to me was very simple. Is how long do, uh, can I be on the leave before the company's allowed to let mm. me go? Mm. Uh, well, the answer here is they're not allowed to let you go if you're on a, on a leave. The company's obligation, if you're off on a disability leave, on a medical leave, is to keep your to, to keep you employed until you're ready to come back to work. When you're ready to come back to work, the company has to make all efforts to bring you back. If they've tried and they cannot at that time, there's just no job available, then and only then can they let you go with your full severance. But the company's not allowed to just let you go uh, because you're off on a disability leave and they can't assess whether they need you or not because that assessment has to happen when you're ready to come back to work. Now, if you've been off for a long, long time and your doctor is saying you'll never come back to work, then yeah, the company is allowed to, at that point, end the relationship with you. We call that frustration or contract. But beyond that, you can be off as long as you need to. The company is not allowed to let you go. So in this situation with this gentleman, the fact that after a few months, he gets a note saying we're letting you go, 
that certainly entitles them to severance, but it can also be a human rights violation. Uh, in some situations, it can be an employment standards violation. In other words, it's illegal. So you got to remember, you get that doctor's note, of course, if you're going to be off work. You're allowed to be off work. If the company does anything to you, if they let you go, if they threaten you, push you, anything at all, you give me a call. And always a good time to uh, remind the employer listeners to the show, Lior, that before they make any such moves, it's really simple to just to give you a call and say, Lior, am I allowed to do this or how do we go about doing this, right? Well, you're so, so right. Let's use this situation as an example. If that employer had called me, I would have said, here's what you do. Do nothing. You can do the easiest thing in the world, which is do nothing. Uh, you're you're going to leave your employee off there. You're not paying them anyway. And we deal with that situation when the employee is ready to come back to work. This employer, for some reason, decided to do something. And in doing that, broke several laws. So, yes, for employers as well. Very important to make that call before you make a move uh, that can cost you money, create problems, and, uh, and uh, make it so that you broke the law. Before we talk about what it is, a wrongful dismissal, tell us what it isn't. So I spend a lot of my day speaking with individuals that have lost their jobs. Often, probably the most common thing that I do is speak with those individuals. And oftentimes, very, very oftentimes, people are feeling extremely upset about being let go. They feel that their employer lied about the reason, yeah. that the employer made up a reason, or or that uh, there's just no basis to be let go. Oftentimes, people feel misled and treated, and I get it, and I'd probably feel the same way. But the real question, is that a wrongful dismissal? If your employer lied to you about the reason, if they had no reason, if they told you you're doing a great job and then they turned around a month later and, then, and let you go, is that a wrongful dismissal? And the answer is no. It's not a wrongful dismissal. And the reason for that is it goes back to the thing that you've heard me say before, that an employer can generally let you go for any reason as long as severance is paid. So whether your employer was fair or not, or had a good reason or not, or lied about the reason, it doesn't really factor into the legality of the termination. Now, an employer that lies to you and doesn't have a good reason may be unethical, may also be a bad business person, but ultimately, that's not a wrongful dismissal. So a wrongful dismissal almost never has to do with the reason or even the way that you were let go. A wrongful dismissal, ultimately, as we'll talk about, comes down to compensation, comes down to the severance. Okay, the other side of the coin now, we know what it isn't. Nice, clear description there. So explain exactly what it is to be wrongfully dismissed. So a wrongful dismissal is simply a situation when you've been let go and you have not been paid or have not been offered your full severance. So the law dictates how much severance you should be getting. It's not up to your employer. It's not up to me. It's not up to you. The law dictates that. And if you have not been provided that, as most people have not when they're let go, that's a wrongful dismissal. So you may have been let go for the best reason in the world. Maybe the company uh, is shutting down its doors or they're letting everyone go. So you can't complain about the reason. It's just happened that way. And that could absolutely could still be a, a wrongful dismissal if you're not paid your proper severance. That's why you hear me talk so often and so much on the show about severance, because when it comes to losing your job, the severance is what matters. So what is a wrongful dismissal? Simple. When you've been let go and you have not been paid your full severance. So how can someone, like, how do you distinguish, how do you know if you've been wrongfully dismissed? 
Well, you have to always assume that you have, and, and there's a couple of reasons for that. The main one is most people have. If you lose your job, chances are over 90% of the time that you've been wrongfully dismissed, that you have been offered less than what you were owed, and usually a lot less than what you're owed. So you have to start with that mindset. But the best way to know if you've been wrongfully dismissed is to inform yourself with respect to what you're actually owed. So you've been offered three months severance. You need to find a way to assess whether that is correct. How do you do that? Well, there's a few ways. You can call me and I can tell you. Ask me the question how much you're owed and I'll tell you if three months is good, if it's bad or, or, or anything else. But you can find out on your own. You don't even need to call me if you don't want to. You go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca and use the severance calculator there and you can find out in a few seconds completely free and anonymously uh, what is it that you're actually owed. So assume that you've been wrongfully dismissed or at least assume that you're owed more severance and inform yourself and educate yourself. And of course, do not accept that severance letter because once you sign it, and I had someone tell me that today, that they signed it, yeah. and then they realized they made a mistake. Don't let that happen. Yeah. So uh, you have tools available to you to find out how much you're owed. Help at employmentlawyer.ca, and we continue rolling on. The Wednesday night edition of the Employment Law Show continues. Hang with us. Welcome back to the Employment Law Show. And welcome back to it. You bet. Reach Lior after the show as well. Always an option. That's 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. That's the email address and the website. We always direct you there first. There's so much to be learned and useful things on the website, including the severance calculator, which is free and anonymous tool for you to use to do exactly what it says, right? Figure out how much severance you actually should be owed. And that would be pocket employment lawyer. .ca. Talking about wrongful dismissal and, uh, you know, get down to our next point of this uh, this piece of the show. How common, really, are wrongful dismissals uh, in your experience, Lior? It's so common that I'm comfortable calling this segment, by the way, if you lost your job, you've been wrongfully dismissed. I can almost guarantee you that if you lost your job, you've been wrongfully dismissed because it's incredibly common. In my experience, and I'm probably being conservative here, but over 90% of the time when someone has been let go, that is a wrongful dismissal. And why? Remember what I said before the break? A wrongful dismissal is simply a situation when you've been let go and have not been offered your proper severance. It's really that simple. And why? Why is someone not offered proper severance? Well, a few reasons, of course. Oftentimes, an employer wants to get away with it and hopes that the employee is not going to know any better. And in most cases, they don't know any better. So an employer does get away with it. Uh, in other cases, the employer itself may not know or realize how much they owe. That could uh, that could happen in companies in all sizes, certainly smaller companies. They may just not have the full knowledge. Yeah. But be that as it may, if you've been let go, chances are you've been wrongfully dismissed. If you're talking to your neighbor across the street and they say, yeah, today was a, a crappy day, they let me go. Tell them, you've been wrongfully dismissed. Well, how do you know? Are you clairvoyant? No, because I know now that 90% of people have been wrongfully dismissed. So they need to call as well. You lost your job because you've been wrongfully dismissed. Uh, very, very likely you have to call, you have to email. Let's make sure you get what you're actually owed. But, you know, what if your employer gave you notice of termination instead of severance? Could you still be wrongfully dismissed or you just got to grin and bear it? So very good question and something that does come up every once in a while. And, and that is a situation where a company provides advance notice that the employee is let go. So 
If an employee gives you advance notice, they tell you in a week, in a month, in a year, you've been going to be let go. That amount of notice counts towards your severance. So if you got two months notice, so our employer is telling you today that you're going to be losing your job in two months. In the meantime, you continue working. Those two months count towards your severance. But here's the thing. In the vast majority of those cases, even though the amount of notice counts towards your severance, you're still going to be owed severance on the back end. In other words, they didn't give you enough notice to offset all the severance that you're owed. So using that example, your employer gives you two months notice that you lose your job, but they may have been required to give you six months severance. So that six months gets reduced by the notice, gets reduced by two months, but you're still owed another four months severance. So yes, even if you've been provided advance notice, chances are you're still going to be owed severance. In other words, chances are you still have been wrongfully dismissed. So even in that situation, always, 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 you give me a call if you lost your job with notice or without notice. We're going to thicken this up a little bit and get to two uh two definitions that kind of confuse people. We covered one wrongful dismissal, but the twin, or at least the cousin, is constructive dismissal. Both of these confuse people, Lior. Break them down, separate them. So a construct a constructive dismissal is simply a type, a kind of wrongful dismissal. So a regular dismissal, you know, it's simply a situation you're called into an office, company says, uh, we're letting you go, goodbye. That's a dismissal, right? A constructive dismissal is a situation where the company doesn't do that. In fact, the company doesn't at all let you go. What happens in a constructive dismissal is you consider yourself as being let go because of something that the company did. They changed your pay, they reduced your hours, they treated you badly. So they did something wrong to you and because of that, the law says you can consider yourself as being terminated. We call that constructive dismissal. But because you're owed severance still, the company hasn't paid it yet, that's also a wrongful dismissal. So a constructive dismissal is simply a type of wrongful dismissal. Uh, so in many cases, you're able to say, no, I'm not accepting this. Probably one of the most common situations that come across my desk is constructive dismissal. Usually it's because uh, a demotion, you know, the company took away responsibilities. Mm. Uh, oftentimes it's also because of pay being reduced. So, yeah, if you've been constructively dismissed, by the way, before you do anything, before you tell your company, that's it, I'm packing up my stuff and leaving, uh, before you do anything of the kind, you have to give me a call. And the thing that uh, causes so much stress, Lior, at the very bottom is that uh, that deadline. So you're thinking, okay, what if uh, you've been wrongfully dismissed, you haven't figured things out, by the time the package expires, I use that word loosely, expires, what do you do? People ask me that all the time. They say, well, you know, Leo, I heard you on TV, saw you, uh, saw you on TV, I heard you on radio. You say, call me, don't sign off on that letter. But, Leo, there's a deadline here. Uh, they need it by Friday. And you told me I won't even be able to speak to you until the following Monday. So, like, this doesn't make sense. I have to sign this because they give me a deadline. Uh, no, you don't. That deadline doesn't mean anything. It's meaningless. Your legal rights don't expire on Friday or any day that the company chooses. They don't expire for two whole years. Mm -hmm. So no, that deadline is a pressure tactic. That's all that it is. You can ignore it. Uh, and nothing happens on that date. And you know, my favorite example, because I think it makes the point, John, if uh, you know, I owed you a hundred bucks because you helped me out at one point, and I, I owe you a hundred bucks, and I say to you, I'm only gonna give you 40 
but you better accept this by Friday, you'd be looking at me like I have two heads, right? Because you'll think, yeah. wait a second, you owe me a hundred bucks. So just pay me a hundred bucks and I don't care about your deadline. Well, it's the same thing with severance. Because you're very likely owed a lot more than what the company's offering you, then why would you care about that deadline? You don't, don't worry about it. Uh, take whatever time you need to get advice, whether it's a day, a month, whatever it is, that deadline is not going to affect anything. And we'll get to a, a call in between. Julie, thank you so much for uh, taking the time tonight. How are you? Good. How are you? Fantastic. What's what's your issue? What do you got a question about? I actually just want to go back to your constructive dismissal um, information. Good. Cool. You didn't say you didn't really say anything about like timelines. Like when would you be able to like what's the time frame of you like let's say for example they're gonna change your uh they're gonna change your wage, they're gonna give you a demotion, or not really a demotion, but they're gonna change your pay structure, you're not happy with it. But it, when is when is the timeline for you to actually say, Okay, I wanna be constructively dismissed? Like if it's already happened, like let's say it's been like two, three months, is it too late? Great question. And it, 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 no, and, and the, the problem, of course, is waiting too long is you're going to be deemed, you're going to be considered to have accepted whatever the company did. And if you've accepted it, then you can't say constructive dismissal. So uh, it, there's a fairly short window. Usually it's a window that's measured in, in a few weeks. Now, if the company simply says, we're cutting your pay by 20%, as an example, well, you know exactly what that change means. So that window is going to be short, maybe three weeks or so. If they're making other changes, they're, they're changing some responsibilities uh, or, or maybe they're just changing the pay structure, you have a bit more time to kind of see how it goes. So you, you could potentially have a few months in that situation. So it really does depend, but it is a short time period. So if the company does something, they change your job, your pay, your hours, et cetera, you can't sit on that issue. You have to act very quickly. And, and by act quickly, I don't mean you walk out of the job means you give me a call so we can discuss it and make sure that there is, in fact, a constructive dismissal. And then we kind of put a plan into place to get you what you're owed. Okay. Okay. So if it's been like, so if it's, well, just so I understand, so if it's been a couple of months since it's happened, but I didn't sign it, does it matter if you signed anything? Because you didn't sign no. anything saying you agreed to it. No, right? the agreement is simply by continuing to work under the terms that the company has oh, wow. imp implemented. If it's been a couple of months, you may be out of time, but you may not, depending on the change that the company has implemented. So I would still highly recommend that you call me at the office or email, and we'll give you that contact information in a second. There may still be a way to pursue that constructive dismissal, but any day now that you wait is going to be held against you. Okay. Even okay. What about if you had, like, let's say, for example, you had emails between you and your um, your your place of employment saying, you know, I'm not sure if I'm happy about this because I have had situations where I've emailed them, but they don't like they ha they say, okay, we're going to look into it, and I don't get a response for like like for example, my first time going back saying I'm not really comfortable with this. Can you do something? It was like a month before I even got a response. That, that, that oh, helps. Yeah. So in other words, if you were giving them an opportunity to kind of fix this and you're waiting for them to get back to you as to how they're going to fix it, then that's it's reasonable for you at that point to wait and, and to continue working. So that may absolutely help extend that period of time. Uh, but of course, I'd want to know exactly what was said to who, how they responded, but that could definitely help. 
Okay, that's fantastic. Thanks for the information. Thank you uh, so much as well, Julie, for taking the uh, the call tonight, or at least making the call tonight. You want to uh, call in beyond, which I'm sure you'll probably contact Lior at some time. That's no problem. That's one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Let's get to a quick email here from uh, from Andrew. Said, "Guys, I'm on disability leave, and my employer has just been sold. Can I lose my LTD? And what does it mean for me?" So, very good question. So, long term disability LTD. No, once you've qualified. For disability doesn't matter what happens to your employer you're going to stay on long-term disability until your medical condition changes until you no longer qualify for disability so the fact that your employer changes the the business was sold does not affect your disability benefits that's a good thing now the question really becomes what happens to your employment status right so it's a question of what because you're still an employee of the company uh, the company that was sold so there's two possibilities. Either the new owner has has agreed to offer you employment, they'll have to offer it to you, it's not assumed, uh, or the if they're not offering you employment, then the company selling is going to have to terminate your employment and pay you severance. So that's what happens if a business is sold. But either way, you're not going to lose your disability benefits. Uh, and of course, if at any time, for any reason, your insurer disability wants to cut you off, threatening to cut you off, or actually cuts you off, despite what your doctor is saying, give us a call. We have a whole team dealing exclusively with this, so we can absolutely help. Steve's email says, I usually work around ah, 50 hours of paid overtime a month. My company just decided to hire another employee, so from now on, I'll have no overtime. Can they do this? Well, here's the reality. That is a form of a pay cut. If he always gets this additional pay in the company, for good reason, uh, decides we're going to just hire someone else, and now instead of getting paid for 50 hours, he gets paid for 40 hours, let's say, that's a huge change. So that can absolutely be a constructive dismissal. So if your employer just decided to take away something that you had, in this case, it's overtime, but it's a significant change, which this sounds like it could be, that's still a constructive dismissal. He needs to give me a call. We may absolutely be able to pursue it. And with that, we're going to lock her down for another night. Appreciate you calling in, Julie. And uh, for you as listening as well, we'll be back here tomorrow again at 6.30. In the meantime, we always tell you, call Lior and his team, 1-855-821-5900 to do that. It's help at employmentlawyer.ca. That's the email I just used. And the website, always free, anonymous, and helpful as well with the severance calculator, Pocket Employment Lawyer. We'll catch you next time right here tomorrow night on the Employment Law Show. Enjoy your evening.